Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. I thank God that we're able to be together in prayer this morning. Today is Friday, and this is the 15th week after Pentecost. Today we continue our reading in the 12th chapter of Mark's Gospel, readings that take place during Holy Week. And now we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the twelfth chapter, beginning today at verse 35. While Jesus was teaching in the temple, he said, How can the scribes say that the Messiah is the son of David? David himself, by the Holy Spirit, declared, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. David himself calls him Lord, so how can he be his son? And the large crowd was listening to him with delight. So now it's Jesus' turn to ask a question. A question that calls into question the teaching of the scribes. Jesus asks a question about the Messiah. In one sense, the promise of the Messiah is the hope of the restoration of David's line to Israel's throne. And along with that, most likely, the hope of liberation, the liberation of the nation from Roman rule, so that they will now be a people free to worship God, free from their enemies. In the same way, they might also refer then to the Messiah as the Son of God, in that God had anointed him king as David was anointed king, that God had raised him up even as David was raised up by the Lord, and that God has made him the heir to rule what by rights is only the Lord's to rule. Jesus seems, though, to question that line of thinking and that that teaching. Not that it is wrong, it is just incomplete. It's too limited in its understanding of the Messiah. The Messiah, Jesus seems to teach here, is David's Lord, as it clearly says in the Psalms, the Son of God. 
in a much larger, greater sense than anyone would have guessed. Jesus doesn't overtly claim this for himself, but the argument that he makes from Scripture, combined with the acclamations that have already greeted him, Hosanna to the Son of David, or Son of David, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me, all of these reveal something to those that have ears to hear. Jesus truly is the Messiah, Son of David and Son of God. But remember, that is the very confession this entire gospel story intends to make. The first verse of Mark's gospel tells us that this is the good news about Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God. And by Son of God, we are to understand of God's claim not only to Israel's throne, but God's claim over the whole of creation, that the Messiah will sit at God's right hand. And as we have sensed throughout these last few chapters, the promise to Israel is going to extend through Jesus to the whole world. The nations, the Gentiles, will be brought into the light of Christ. And that little tweak in teaching will radically change the way we, as disciples of Jesus, will read the Law and the Prophets, all of which are shown to speak of Jesus. In addition, this little snippet here where Jesus interprets the Psalms and what David has said by the Holy Spirit also allows us to see what is going to happen in Jesus' death, resurrection, and his ascension. He will be enthroned. He will be anointed. By his death and resurrection, he will be vindicated and enthroned at God's right hand. And since we are the ones for whom this gospel is written, then we are also the ones who are left with Jesus' question here. Why is it that David calls him Lord if he is David's son? The answer can only be that Jesus is much more than son of David. Jesus is son of God in the most divine sense, worthy of our faith, our love, and our devotion. And if that is true, then we are the people who now live under the rule of the Christ, the Lord, the ruler of all, who died for us, who rose again, and who now sits at God's right hand. What comfort that gives! You are a citizen of God's kingdom and a child of God now, through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you, all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way 
to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. And the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high, shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. And the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high, shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, and for all of your gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationships with others, and for the communion of faith in your church. For what else are we truly thankful Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who are picking up the pieces after the storm, for those who are sick, especially those who are hospitalized, for those who care for the sick, that they might have the strength and the ongoing compassion to continue to care for those in need. For all who are mourning, that we would comfort them with the sure and certain hope of the resurrection. We pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people and countries ravaged by strife and warfare, and all who are working to bring about your peace and harmony in the world. We pray for this planet and all of its systems, and for those who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. And in all of these things, we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, that it might come to hear your voice anew and rise again to the calling which you gave it to share the good news of Jesus Christ in word and deed to bring about the good news of your kingdom. For what else do we pray this morning? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.